Welcome back to Mom Mentality Show. My name is Austin Chadwick and co-host is uh, Chris Lucian. And uh, we're going to do uh, jump quickly into a specific topic about uh, hardware for uh, mob programming station. So uh, what, what did you have in mind here, Chris? Yeah, so uh, I, I've been uh, in the past responsible for putting together specifications for mobbing stations, right? So this is when our department was first growing. Um, now that people are remote, there's a whole lot of considerations. Uh, um, but I, I think that there was some good stuff that came out of uh, those learnings and and things that uh, when I'm when I'm working with the team to try and figure out how we're going to standardize our hardware for uh, our IT department to then order kind of standardized stations. Um, you know, there's some key principles that I think uh, were really important to us. Um, so one thing that uh, we were, uh, that was pretty interesting was early on in, in mobbing, uh, you know, we had a lot of exposure to Llewellyn Falco, who was responsible for the, um, the approval tests library, uh, and um, there's a lot of approvals in our code base. And uh, those things actually hit the hard drive. Um, and so, because uh, we have a lot of legacy code that was done before XP uh, had become popular uh, within the company. And so uh, what we found is that we had hundreds and hundreds of these approval tests and they would access the file system, get the file, compare them. And, um, and so, you know, I think with a traditional development machine, there was not a lot of consideration around hard drive speed. And so uh, one thing that uh, had a really big impact on all of our unit tests runs were, um, was the hard drives. And so like these days, I'd, I'd recommend like an NVMe M2, uh, depending on when you're watching this video, you'd probably go for something different uh, or more modern. <laughs> but like the difference, you know, there's like, stages right because you have like uh, a rotating disc and that has uh you know a certain amount of uh in out um and then you might go to an ssd and everybody kind of considered ssd to like can it be the, the fast thing uh and then and then you go to something like an nvme m2 and all of a sudden you know it's it's like 64 times faster or something silly like that um and so uh you know i, I think you need to be really careful about uh, what you're ordering, um, and all of the potential bottlenecks in the system to make those things happen as quickly as possible. So um, another one that's a really interesting topic right now is ARM architecture. Um, and so uh, if you consider at like x86 and the number of instructions to, to do a low-level operation, uh, traditional processors, Intel-based processors that aren't ARM, are doing multiple operations to do one thing. And, uh, you know, 2018, uh, the kind of end of Moore's law, uh, you now, um, we're, we're kind of at the, uh, maybe the apex of processor speed from a physical level, right? Because we're going to have, uh, um, you know, one uh, nanometer or, or uh, a certain number of atoms wide, uh, um, for copper, right? And so based on Moore's law. And so what that means is that we're, we're going to have to have better uh, um, processor architectures. We're going to have to go uh, more to multi-threading and, and things along those lines. Um, and so, uh, 
you know, ARM architecture, uh, if you look at benchmarks between, like, especially for Node.js, right? Um, if you look at unit tests running there, you have a combination of the two where you can read quickly and you perform fewer operations. Then your entire mob, this group of four people, is very expensive resource of the company is actually waiting considerable amounts of time. And those things can be com compressed considerably. Uh, and then you add on top of that uh, this idea of remote work and cloud connectivity. And so you kind of want to spare no expense on on the um, the hardware for the interactions uh, that the people are having with each other. Um, and, uh, you know, so other things that you might look into as well uh, um, is going to be primarily focused around um, just waiting times, you know, throughput. How, how, how quickly do people get information back to get an answer for something? And so build machines and things like that will also have yeah. a considerable impact. Uh, Austin, do you have any thoughts on any of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I can. Um, I'm less... Uh, I, I, a big area of learning for me is, uh, hardware. Um, mm -hmm. I think I've avoided it for a long time, uh, because I'm always like, Hey, if you can get it to boot the operating system, then I'm good. But yeah. after, before then I'm kind of like, I don't know, you know, I, my, my dad claims he, he did this stuff with me as a kid, but I don't, I don't remember anything. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, basically uh, what I can attest to is that, um, bottlenecks kind of from like a lean perspective it becomes a big deal right so mm -hmm. um you know the to a certain degree design decisions uh impact you know speed of feedback Absolutely. right so if you write a lot of end-to-end -end tests or integration tests it's going to be slow no matter what you know hardware architecture you have but even when you do things well the hardware can make a big difference like uh i i, I can't remember i think this is more a personal story but i switched from one lap to another and it used to take like, I don't know, 10 seconds to run my entire unit test suite. And then it took a second and I was just like freaking out. I'm like, yeah. whoa, this is awesome. So that means I can change something and test, change something and test, change something and test. And so, and it's not only for one person, but when you have a team or an ensemble or a mob, that is, you know, three or four people, for example, waiting around for whatever it is. And so iterating on the hardware, I know um, has a big impact, right? For kind of lean flow efficiency. And an area also I want to learn more about, so it's more of a question, is um, if you are doing a shared mob station in person or remotely uh, versus kind of the Git handover tool, which is probably where this episode applies the most, um, is uh, when to have cattle versus uh, pets, right? You know, so yeah. you can have a pet, you know, a hardware station in a closet somewhere on your, you know, your company or organization site. Or you can go to the cloud. And I notice I, I haven't done it a whole lot yet, but some of uh, the other mobs I know of are experimenting more with cloud. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts there, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I think um, so. It really depends on uh, architecture. And this might be a reverse Conway maneuver as well. Uh, <laughs> if you're working in the cloud, um, then you're probably going to get a VM. And if you're working on a VM, you probably have some latency associated with, you know, versus the the bare metal. Um, I think that will, uh, you know, I don't know for sure, but I think that it's a limiting factor on th on tools like Wallaby or NCrunch. Yeah, um, yeah. And so uh, I think that like super, you know, 
instantaneous multi-threaded full test suite run feedback that you you experience in those tools i think it'll be harder to get and so i i think um shorter term uh teams that work on shorter term stations the the whole like uh the whole cattle scenario um those are going to be really good because you're not, your your code, code bases aren't going to get so big that the interactions or full regression is going to take you know forever right um i think that when you're in something where you need to run a full regression regularly then those sorts of things end up being really important um so you know i'll, I'll just say that and I, another thing that i'll comment on as well just to talk about downtime is when you're ordering your hardware uh have a good idea of the frequency of failures um and so because uh so for a year uh, especially when budgeting I, I try and keep a a list of every failure that happened to any of our hardware and then have average failure rates and then and then actually look for hardware that has uh le- you know fewer failure rates because if you the worst scenario is you're waiting around for hardware on order which is like a nightmare um so so that might be another little caveat to this uh but um we are out of time so oh, uh, oh yeah actually one other thing I, I thought i'd throw in there that's i've noticed with cool with mob programming is how resilient the mob is to hardware mm-hmm. failure so if a machine goes down or a cloud goes down oh it happened last week uh we couldn't get into the mob station but then we just started editing the code in the cloud and running the pipeline there like we we, <laughs> we found some like you know python text editor yeah. wrote a little thing and then put it in there and tried it and then when it came back online it was almost like oh we're okay you know or yeah. you, someone else just shares from their screen and we mob from there for a while so i just thought i'd just throw in that tidbit go ahead and close it though <laughs> yeah yeah uh, no and it's very true you have you have redundant hardware you have redundant people and so yeah. it makes it much less of a of an eventuality but uh, yeah, I, I do think that companies want to spare no expense at making their developers yeah. as productive as possible. And this would be one of those areas that a lot of optimizations can can be made. And depending on where your tests are running, if you're primarily on the processor side, you might think of ARM architecture processors. If you're thinking about interacting with the hard drive a lot, then uh, during your testing runs or integration tests, then you might think about um, optimizing for read write and so at the time of this recording you know nvme m2 is pretty uh, uh cheap and and quick and you can definitely go higher than that but um and then uh yeah so um you know if i missed anything or if anybody wants to chime in with their own experiences please leave that in the comments or uh hit us on twitter or linkedin um and uh you know, with that, we will uh, close out, like, subscribe, you know, share uh, this with anyone who's building up a mobbing station right now. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.